Amen. So last week we talked about just a brief overview. We talked about our position. The prayer of the righteous avails much. We're in a position to execute authority. I use the illustration of someone in a governmental office, that if they never showed up to their office and never signed any kind of orders, that nothing would ever get accomplished. And as the body of Christ, we're ambassadors of God in the earth. We're called to a higher place. We're called a position of purpose. We're distinguished, is what I heard the Spirit of God say. That we're distinguished members individually, and also as we come together, we're stepping into that seat of authority that God has given us in Christ so that we can execute His Word in the earth through His name. And that's how we'll get the results, uh, by executing His Word. It's not just based on our righteousness. Our righteousness is through Christ Jesus. The Bible says your own righteousness is as a, what? a filthy rag before God. No one was righteous, not one. But Jesus has given us the righteousness of God so that we can stand in that and execute His Word through our prayers. Amen? So that was the, that was the main just of what we talked about um, last week. And then this week, I wanted to continue on that and really thinking about as we pray, the prayer of the righteous, really keeping our confidence. And that's what has been going over and over in my spirit today. Hebrews 10.35 if you have um, notes, it's not in your notes, so you're going to have to write this, write this down or put it in your phone or put it in the notes section because the, um, I didn't get home in time to send off an outline. So this is an older outline that we talked about last week, but we're going to add to it a few scriptures tonight while we have a few moments. But Hebrews 10.35 says, Do not cast away your confidence because it has a great Reward. So I'll read it out of this, uh, this version here. It says, Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has a great reward. If you have your Bible, turn back to Hebrews 4, 16. Confidence. You know, we're getting ready to, the Olympics are getting ready to kick off. People have been training for four years since the last Summer Olympics, right? They, they have a level of confidence in their event that they're going to be able to perform. How do they get that? Because they've been disciplined to train their body to do this event over and over and over so that when they get to the big stage, when they're on national television, when they're going for the medal, that they're ready. They've got confidence. They know that they know that they know that they're there for a reason. And as Christians, we're this, we're, the Bible says, and Paul, he talked about it specifically. He said the athlete goes to win just a, a wreath. Yeah. They're going to next week, this week, to go win a medal. But he says we're going to, to win an imperishable prize. We're going for a great reward. And as athletes in the, in the Christian lifestyle, we're, we're meditating on his word. We're executing his word. We're standing on his word because we want to see, we want to reach the goal. We want to reach the prize. We want to reach the destiny that God has placed in our heart to do. And how we, and we get confidence the more we do it, the more we practice. And people, so many times I feel like we're just afraid to make mistakes. It's like we'll come up with, I mean, maybe not you, but I, I'll just be honest. I come up with excuses on why. Well, God, I think, you know, I'm, you know the, Lord, the Lord understands. We can get religious real easy. Well, the Lord knows. I'm, you know, someone else is called to do that. The pastor's called to do that. Everybody else is called to do that, but just not me. You can call, but 
But there's, so we, we, we don't want to take that step. And, he, and, and I love the illustration that, that God gives us. Peter stepped out of the boat onto the water by faith in the word. He stood on the word. He was, he was probably not even touching the water. He was standing on the, on the word that God gave him to come on out of the boat. And when he began to sink, that's when, that's when he took his eyes off. And, and we say, you know, people talk about, oh, yeah, he, you know, he just sunk. And, uh, you know, the winds and the waves and all this stuff distracted him. And he began to sink. But think about it. He still got out of the boat. He still tried it. And he went on to be one of the greatest People in the Bible that just made an impact for God. One day, it's in the book of Acts, it was talking about he was preaching and over 3,000 souls were added to the church that day in the book of Acts because Peter. And so he was willing to step out in faith, make the mistakes, and that's how I want. I'd rather step out in faith and blow it and then try again, get up and dust off and go again than just go through my life and say, I wish I would have. You know, even this afternoon, like I'm trying to get to church early and I just wanted to stop by because it was way over, way over here. And I thought, you know, I just, I just felt like normally I wouldn't even go look at it because it's a smaller thing. And he goes, you know, I can't find anybody else to come. I'm like, I just felt like, okay, I felt compassion on him, older guy. And I, so I went over there and then I see and I ask him, and he's telling me he's recovering from this stroke. And, and so I looked at the stuff he needed me to look at and, and I just was thinking, I got to get going. And then I just heard the Spirit of God say, you need to lay hands on this dude. <laughs> I'm like, but Lord, I got to go to church. No, I had to bring the church to him. So I just said, hey, this isn't part of the you know, reason you call me, but can I pray for you? <laughs> it's better than a free estimate. Let me guarantee you that. <laughs> So I just went, I went and laid hands on this guy and, uh, no, I don't know. I wasn't worried about that. I didn't even give him a price. I just, I just looked at it and I was going to, I took some notes and I was, like I said, I was getting ready to come to church. So I wasn't hanging out, but then, you know, you just, it's so many times it's so easy. And there's been times where I just said, you know, and then later I'm like, why didn't I just, I mean, what would have really, it didn't really take me. Not even that long. I prayed fast, man. I was just like, I was already in the, in the mode. I'm just like, Woof. let me get a hold of this, this arm that's not working and get this thing working. So I'm, I just, I believe God's going to do something with that situation. There's, it's so many times I've seen him do what he said, just confirm his word. There was a, there was a, there was a gentleman here and it just out of nowhere, I just felt the spirit of God call out. He was having dizzy spells, and he never told anybody this. And then I just was praying, and I just, I just, it was the Lord. And I just said, I don't know if you're, you know, who it is, but someone in here is having dizzy spells. And after service, he came up and told me he was the person. Amen. And they've been having all these issues. And so I haven't heard anything but good things. So you know, usually you'll hear, you hear about it. And sometimes you don't, but it doesn't matter. The thing is, is if you miss it, oh, well. You know, there's been times where I think maybe I've, I've said something or did something. I mean, lots of times I said did something I wish I didn't say. I mean, let's just be real here real quick. I mean, 
I don't think I can go a whole entire day without saying something I wish I didn't say or do something I wish I didn't do. But, you know, getting better. Amen. I have anybody out here? Yeah. We're all real humans. Okay. We all make mistakes. Amen. So tonight, it was just keeping your confidence level high. Make a note. You know, we come to the throne room of grace through confidence. Hebrews 4, 16. I'm going to read it before... um, it's just because I wanted to just, another, another, another translation says, with confidence come. This, this version is the, is the King James, New King James Version. It says, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. We're going to him. He is the answer. He's already, he's already finished what his work is. And another, the other translation says, let's confidently come. Come to him with confidence and assurance that he's going to take that little bit of faith that you have and multiply it. And even as, even as a prophecy came forth about just having the measure of faith, that he has given us the measure of faith that we need to accomplish what he's called us to do. That's something special. Amen. He's not asking us to do something that we can't do through his strength. Whatever he's asking us to do, yeah, we're not going to be able to do it in our own strength. But in Christ, in Him, we can do all things. We can overcome. We're more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Faith is what? The substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So we meditate on His Word. It develops our faith and it gives us confidence. Everybody say confidence. 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 The confidence is developed like an athlete when you do repetitive. You're doing it. Not as a religious obligation. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about being religious. Where I just do... Don't get mad at me. I got friends that are Catholic, but I still make fun. I still have fun with it. I'm going to do five Hail Marys, three Our Fathers, and the Rosary. I'm not talking about being religious. I'm talking about having confidence because you know his word and you practice his word and you prepare with his word. And when you know, he confirms his word with signs following. One other thing before we go tonight was uh, as, I was, as I was praying today, I felt like there's so much stuff going on and I'll keep this quick, but just so that you can meditate on it, think about it a little bit. There was someone with commentary, this guy was saying, you know, that basically healings and signs and wonders and all this stuff was, you know, gone. You know, the old, it's all passed away. And I think you're going to have a hard time telling a lot of people that they've already experienced healing and got, got healed and, and had a miracle and had signs and wonders and all these things happen. But one thing I did feel like the Spirit of God was showing me was that, that, that there's scripture says that, that, that in the last days, which is the time we're living in, there's going to be lying signs and wonders. And I, so I was meditating on that. I asked God, like, well, you know, what's the deal here? And basically... I felt like the Lord just gave me this, you know, checklist. And it was really basically boiled down to, and I didn't have a chance to really write it down or, or develop it into the message. Maybe I'll talk a little bit about more next time I get a chance to minister. But basically that the lying signs and wonders, you'll know because they don't agree with his word. So a true sign and wonder will be able to be 
brought up against the word of God because God's word is not changing yesterday, today, forever. He is the same. So if he's done it in his word, he's still doing it. He's still healing. He's still doing miracles. He's still doing signs and wonders and everything else. But where there's so much stuff going on nowadays, especially when young people are telling me about it, where they're doing these different things and they're calling on spirits and, oh, yeah. and there's different, you know, people are seeing things and it's a, it's a lying sign and wonder because the father of the lies is the devil. And so he wants to deceive as many people as he can in these last days. And so it's our job to be conscientious and have that discernment to know, listen, this is the true or this is a lie. Yeah. Is the, and so that was just something that just you'd be praying about that because there's just a lot of stuff going on and we want to we be discerning people. We study to show ourselves approved of God, rightly dividing the word of truth. So we know when something else is a lie. So bow your heads with me tonight. Father, I just thank you for your word in this place. Lord, we just thank you again for what you're, what you're doing, what you've done, what you're going to continue to do, and that's your word. Lord, we stand upon your word. We walk out in faith on your word. We're going to keep our eyes fixed on you, focused on you. We're not going to let anything push us off the path that you've called us to, even though you said the, the road is narrow. That leads to life. The road is broad that leads to destruction. Lord, we're going to take the, the path maybe less chosen. Father, we're going to follow after you. We're following after your voice. We're not going to, with a voice of a stranger, we will not follow. Amen. We thank you, Lord, that you've given us your word. We thank you for the truth. We thank you that the seed that is sown in our hearts tonight, Lord, will produce for your people, in Jesus' name, bless them. Renew their strength. Just in, infuse them with the power of your Holy Spirit so they can continue to walk by faith and not by sight. Lord, that they can live victoriously. In Jesus' name, everybody shouted. Amen. 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 God bless you as you go for the rest of your week. Hopefully see you Sunday. Sunday.